Hello, and welcome to the Personal Injury Law Podcast. My name is Jonathan Rosenfeld, an attorney at Rosenfeld Injury Lawyers, LLC. This podcast is here to break down the barriers when it comes to the world of personal injury law. Each podcast will go into detail about a specific legal issue or type of personal injury case, from everyday occurrences to the esoteric. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. For more information, visit my website at rosenfeldinjurylawyers.com. Hi, I am Jonathan Rosenfeld, and today on the Personal Injury Podcast, I am joined by Jim Hardy, a work comp attorney in Chicago, and we are going to be talking about workers' compensation settlements and how to value uh, a work comp case in Illinois. Uh, Jim, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. Sure, no problem. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, glad to be here. So, Jim, we spoke earlier in, a, in an earlier podcast about the benefits that people are entitled to in Illinois generally under work comp. You know, the, the, the money while you're off work, the TTD. Uh, the medical benefits um, while you know you're injured, and the third prong uh, to work comp cases in Illinois is generally this lump sum payment. Um, you know when people are talking about, uh, hey, I got you know X amount of dollars for my work comp case. This is what they're talking about. They're talking about that lump sum payment. And so um, today I want to talk with you and sort of. Um, try to educate people a little bit about how this lump sum is derived because it's not a, a, a random amount. It's, it's a very, you know, methodical calculation. Um, and I want you to sort of help us get some insight into how these cases are valued under Illinois law. Um, and I guess the first thing, you know, can you sort of give us a, take a step back and, you know, sort of walk us through that settlement process. You know, I guess, first off, in order to, to begin with, I guess, when is a case, a work comp case in Illinois, right to settle? Okay, thanks, Jonathan. So uh, you're entitled to a settlement for a work injury, and, but uh, you should not settle your case until the doctor has released you from medical treatment. And the docs call that uh, MMI or maximum medical improvement. So some people wanna try to settle their case as soon as they're released back to work in some capacity, but that's not the best time or that's not the, the appropriate time to settle a case because even though you're back to work, the doctor may still uh, recommend treatment, right? Therapy, follow-up visit, doctor visits, and once you settle the work comp case, then you close out your medical rights. So the work comp insurance carrier, once it's settled, they don't have to pay for any more medical bills. So that's why it's essential to not pursue settlement and sign off on anything until your doctor has said that you are done treating, no more follow-up visits, you're good to go, um, and they release you from treatment. So that's the appropriate time and not before that. And so, you know, if you are injured on the job and, you know, your, your doctor's released you, but you're not feeling 100%, 
it may be you may be uh, it may be in your best interest to wait a little bit and see what happens and see what develops. See if you have any sure. problems. That's that's correct. Also, just because the doctor has released you from treatment, that doesn't mean that you have to settle. That just it it just means that it's an appropriate time to settle. Not until you know you're put at MMI by the doctor. But uh, commonly, I won't settle a case until a person feels comfortable once they're released from treatment, uh, that they're confident that they don't need to follow up with the doctor any further, they're doing okay at work under the doctor's orders and they feel pretty good. Then it's safe to enter into a settlement because there, there wouldn't be any anticipated future medical anymore based on the old date of accident when they got hurt. So that's important. Okay. And now I want to talk with you about how, you know, these settlements are, are derived. Um, and ultimately, these cases are, you know, are they're about money, um, frankly. You know, it, how much the case is valued is really dependent on um, the extent of your injury and how much money you were making at the time you were injured. Um, and those two things, those two factors, um, can you explain a little bit how those two elements sort of, you know, get calculated and how they figure into an ultimately to a lump sum settlement in work comp? Sure. Um, so the benefits in a work comp case under state law are based on what they call the average weekly wage. And the average weekly wage is calculated using the, the earnings that you made before the date of accident, all right? So you go back and it's just that, it's the average weekly wage or average weekly earnings. You can go back a year per the statute. If you worked prior to the date of accident less than a year, well then it, you know the calculation just is different, but it's still the average weekly earnings prior to the date of accident. Then once you have that average weekly wage, then all the other benefits of work comp flow from that. So for the, the off work benefit or the TTD, temporary total disability, that's the check that you get in you know, every week, every two weeks from work comp. That's calculated under state law at a specific figure, two thirds of the average weekly wage, but then you get that two thirds tax free. So that's why that TTD check is supposed to bring you about what you made take home prior to the date of accident. Um, and then the, that average weekly wage calculation is also used to calculate the, what they call the, the permanency rate. And the permanency rate is what you use to, to settle a case at the end of the day for that specific person. So in a work comp case, the average weekly wage is important. And there are, are different ways to calculate it as well. Um, the insurance company will be more than happy to calculate that average weekly wage for you right? Because they're going to calculate it to their advantage, which means to keep it as low as possible, right? Because then everything else, all the benefits that flow from that will be lower. Um, that's why it's important to get an attorney involved to make sure that the average weekly wage is calculated correctly. So how we do that is we secure a wage statement from the employer um, or look at the pay stubs if the injured worker has all of them for that specific period and do our own calculation. Right, that there are certain, uh, you know, there's a lot of case law over the years in court about fighting about how that average weekly wage is calculated, and uh, the adjuster isn't going to calculate it in your favor. That's for sure. 
So uh, very, very important uh, to calculate that average weekly wage correctly. So you, so you calculate the average weekly wage, you know, you figure that out. And then uh, there's a, a document, there's sort of a schedule in Illinois, uh, and as well as in other states, um, basically categorizing each part of the body, um, is, you know, and, and sort of, it basically sets forth the amount of money or weeks uh, in terms of compensation that you can recover based on the type of injury that you sustain. Um, can you talk a little bit about that, that scheduled, uh, you know, types of injury in Illinois, how that, what that is and how that comes into play with a settlement? Sure. So the, uh, the compact lays out um, a, a series of body parts, right? And it goes from uh, at the highest rate for the, they call it the person as a whole, which is the core of the body, usually the spine or, or head injuries or shoulder comes from the person as a whole. And then from there, it goes to, you know, loss of use of an arm, and then a hand, and then actually the thumb, and then each of the fingers goes down to the little finger, pinky finger. And then it also breaks it down into legs, ankles, uh, foot, and toes as well. So it's, uh, it's, it's very specific, and there are also different uh, uh, schedules for, um, for loss of hearing, for instance, loss of vision, and so forth for, the, for eye injuries. But so... And what they what the state law does is they people think that there's a set rate that you get for a work injury. Uh, it's only a set rate if you have a hundred percent loss of use of that body part, right? So if you have a thumb amputated, that would be you know all the way down to the to the to the base, then that would be a hundred percent loss of use of the thumb, and you would get a, a benefit check for the hundred percent loss. There's no argument it's medically you know determined that there's an amputation there bone loss all the way down you lost your thumb so anything short of an amputation though is uh, lower than 100 percent, of course right and that's what you get a settlement for say you injure your thumb and ha and you know fracture it you don't you know, it's not amputated you fracture it or you have a an injury where they have to go in and and do surgery on the nerve of the thumb due to a deep laceration that's loss of use of the thumb, less than 100%. And that's what attorneys and insurance adjusters argue about for a settlement. It's the percentage loss of use of that body part, you know, in this case, the thumb. And we're, the attorney is trying to get the percentage up as high as possible, right? So because the higher the loss of use of the body part, the higher the dollar figure of your settlement. But it's not fixed because you got that variable of the percentage, right, that we can argue. But it's also, uh, there's another variable there, and that's your, you know, the average weekly wage that we were talking about. And that's why it's important to get that up as high as possible, because the higher the average weekly wage, the more you get for that whatever percentage loss of use is of that body part. So a person making 10 bucks an hour and have the same exact injury, get a settlement for 20% loss of use of the thumb, for instance, a guy making 10 bucks an hour is gonna get half the settlement in dollars and cents of a guy making 20 bucks an hour, right? 
So that's why you know it's important it's you know to get that average weekly wage up as high as possible so your settlement is higher. But that in a nutshell is how the settlement process works with the specific body parts, loss of use of a certain body part. Interesting. So I, I guess for any employee who's injured on the job and they, they're looking at the, the schedule on the Illinois Industrial Commission website and they're like, ah, this is easy. I, I got an I got a, a iPhone. I could, I could punch these numbers in and figure this out. Um, it, there's a lot more to it than just, you know, punching numbers. These are typically disputed cases too, correct? That, right. That's correct. And you're going to have disputes over the calculation of the average weekly wage. You're going to have disputes over what, you know, again, short of a full amputation, which fortunately is rare, right? You have, uh, you know, an argument and disputes over what that percentage should be. And that's where the fight is. Um, so, and that's why it's important to get an attorney to be on your side to, to fight for you because the insurance company has no obligation to fight on your side. They're trying to save themselves money, right? So the more money they keep in their pocket, the less money goes into the injured worker's pocket. Obviously, you know, this is great information for anyone who's injured and, and really anyone who's got a family member who may have a work-related injury. Um, Jim, I want to thank you today for joining me. And if anyone has any questions about work comp settlements, we'll have your contact information in the show notes. But thank you. It's great information. All right. Uh, Jonathan, thank you again. It was a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you for listening to the Personal Injury Law Podcast. I'm Jonathan Rosenfeld. If you or anyone you know would like more information on any of the topics on the podcast, please visit my website at rosenfeldinjurylawyers.com. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Please feel free to rate the show and leave a review. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.